Welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is Episode 73, How to Track Sales for Sales Tax, coming to you on Tuesday, June 5th, 2018. Okay, I know sales tax, any kind of tax, not sexy, doesn't sound fun, but hopefully I can quickly give you an idea of how you can capture the information in one place in an Excel spreadsheet so that whenever you do taxes, it'll be way quicker and easier. You'll have the information at your fingertips in a way that you might not in the way that you're doing your um, financial software. So it's totally up to you, but if you're not using any financial software and you're just trying to figure things out based on your checkbook, then definitely listen in. And if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you can see my worksheet. I have to say it's been slightly frustrating recording this episode. This is my third recording because uh, there's something wrong with my microphone. So I apologize that the sound may not be uh, the high quality that I want it to be, but here we go. Let's just keep going. <laughs> All right, so if you're listening, I'm going to explain everything. If you're watching, I'm also gonna be pointing out on a example version of my old 2013-2014 uh, sales tax Excel spreadsheet. So when I first started having physical products to sell, so basically at first that was just books. Now some of you may not be selling your books anywhere personally yourself, handing somebody a copy and getting a check from them or cash from them. In that case, you don't have to worry about this until you actually do that. If you have a box of author copies and you just give them away to reviewers and you know friends or whatever you do with your author copies, but you're not actually selling them and you're not taking any money for them, again, don't have to worry about it. If the only books that you're selling are on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and that sort of thing, they take care of the taxes, you don't have to worry about it. So this is for you personally selling a book or some other physical product like a coffee mug or a book bag or whatever cool thing that you've got um, at an event or to your next door neighbor where you're personally physically exchanging a product for money. Okay, so um, book signings, uh, book conferences, author um, events, writers conferences, uh, you know, I went to um, WonderCon. So, uh, you know, that was like a super, I, I want to say superhero conference. It wasn't a superhero conference, of course, but <laughs> superheroes are on my mind when I think of things like WonderCon. So any kind of place where you're going and you're selling books, that's what we have to keep track of. If you've already um, started using a uh, financial planning software, you know, like QuickBooks or Manager Money or something like that. Um, no worries, you can get the information out of there, but I really think that this Excel spreadsheet is going to help you to fill out your sales tax forms much quicker than if you are going back and forth inside your financial software. So we'll see. Let's just give this a try, see if you like it. So the first thing you need to do is in the area that you live and or are selling physical copies of books. So I was in the state of California at the time, and I know I have a huge number of listeners from California, so you get to have an example that's based exactly on what you do. All right, so in California, the sales tax year is July 1st through June 30th. So that's not the same as the income tax year. You need to find out what the sales tax year is in your area. I think Michigan might be January 1st to December 31st, um, and the 
tax form is due sometime in February. I know that there was always a little sticker on my calendar for February. Uh, so look up where, where it is due, sorry, where you live um, or where you physically sold products when it's due in those areas. Okay, so California. So I have July through June written in 12 columns across the top of a new Excel spreadsheet. So in the example that I'm looking at, I started with July 2013 and I moved through June 2014. So there's all the 12 months of that particular sales tax year. Then I went through, you know, it could be your check your checkbook, your financial software, and I made a list in the columns on the left, I'm sorry, in the rows on the left, that were all the locations, all the physical locations where I sold physical product. So for instance, I uh, sold books at a um, writer's meeting in Brea, California in July, the first year, the first month of that tax year. And so I have Brea, California in the row, July 2013 in the column, and in that cell, I have 120 for $120. Now, it's hard to remember from a year ago, or heaven forbid you should look at this even uh, longer ago than that, uh, where was I, what did I sell, what was it, I don't even remember. So I use the insert comment function in Excel, and I put in all the information that I think would help me to remember what I did and when and where, that sort of thing. Uh, so for instance, in that particular cell for Brea, California in July of 2013, I put a comment in that I sold eight copies of Unexpected Superhero at the OCC meeting and that it's related to QuickBooks receipts number 12, 13, and 14. So any other additional information that I would want to find, that information would help me to find it. So going through, let's just say it's your checkbook. Let's say that you haven't been um, doing enough events to um, get yourself into the habit of using a financial software. Um, a lot of people start this way, and honestly, um, I spend a lot of time looking at my checkbook first, even though I do use financial software, because I'm just used to it, I suppose. Um, so. Then I just go through from July 1st to June 30th. I find all the places where I made a deposit that was related to selling a book or some other physical product. At this point in time, I only had books. So we'll just say books for right now. So then in August, I was in two places in August. I was in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I sold one book. <laughs> and then I was in Michigan, and I sold... See, and that particular one just tells me to go look at Q, uh, QuickBooks receipt number 15 and 16. But when I was at the Las Vegas event, that was a convention where the convention organizer had already been told or whatever by the state. I'm not sure exactly where the conversation came from, but everybody who came to the event was told, you will fill out your sales tax form here and pay it with a check before you leave the event. That's how we're doing it, um, which was great. It was like a, a three-line form. I swear, it was hardly anything. Like, what did you sell? How much did you sell of it? Okay, this is the amount of tax that you owe. And then you wrote a check and you turned in both forms before you walked out the convention door. That was fabulous. And so that was done. But I did want to just keep an accounting of, not, not uh, of course, it was in my accounting software, but I still wanted to keep an idea. Since I was tracking all of these sales anyway, I decided I was just going to track all of them. Um, so I still have that line on here too. And also, if I was looking at QuickBooks and looking at a total dollar figure, and that dollar figure was different from the amount on my Excel spreadsheet, it would just 
take way too much time and energy for me to realize, oh, well, that's because you didn't count the Las Vegas event because you already paid the taxes on it. And now I just spent these hours looking for why the numbers are different. That's another reason why I try to keep all the numbers together. So in the second month of the tax year, August, I sold at an event in Las Vegas that um, event I paid the sales tax at the time yay but I did include it in the in the spreadsheet just so that I had it and then I also went to Michigan and I sold some uh, some books there and so the comments in these two cells they're just different um, at the time that probably made sense to me that I wanted a lot of information about the Las Vegas event and felt like I didn't really need any information except for where where to find the receipts in QuickBooks for the Michigan event um, you can put in however much or however little information that you want, whatever is going to be most helpful to you. The whole point of this spreadsheet is so that you can have a very big picture view that's quick and easy where you can be like, these are the cities that I sold the product in, cities, states, countries, whatever. Um, this is the total that I sold in each one. This is how much the sales tax is in each one of those. And this is how much of, of the tax that I collected and now owe to the government. So through from July through June, I wrote down every single uh, time that I sold physical products and where I was. Now in California, the sales tax rate is different in each city. It may be the same, but it can be different. So for instance, um, in this tax year, 2013 through 2014, you can see that both of the places that I sold books at in California just happened to have the same tax rate at that time. Brea and Anaheim both had an 8% tax. But in other years, I have had you know three or four or five different places in Southern California that I've been at some sort of author event or book signing or whatever. And um, I've had you know 7.75% sales tax at this one, 8.25% sales tax at that one, 8% at that one. So that's why you have to break it up per city and not per state. Now, I'm almost positive that when I did my Michigan taxes, uh, and I was in Michigan twice uh, during this tax year that I'm talking about, when I did my Michigan taxes, it's just one flat percentage rate across for the whole state. Um, that, that may not be true, just keep in mind, I'm going on memory here, and I'm not a CPA, and I can't give you any legal or financial advice. Um, so look in the areas where you've sold physical product and find out what the rules are and what the sales tax calendar year is for each one. Then when you fill out this Excel spreadsheet that you're creating, the, the first time you're just kind of creating it, trying to figure out you know, what's going to work best for you. Do you like the way that I've set it up? Do you want to do it a little bit differently? Do you want to put more or less information in the comments portion of the notes, that sort of thing. Um, the whole point is to keep track of all the places where you have collected money from the customer. And remember, regardless of whether or not you say you're collecting money, the fact that you've sold something means that you have collected tax. So if you sell your $10 paperback for $10, that does not mean that you did not collect tax. What it means is, is that in that $10 final price to the customer, the state looks at it as the customer really paid somewhere around $9.18 of um, purchase of the book, and then the rest of the money making up the, the $10, you know, 82 cents or whatever, was actually tax on $9.18, that sort of thing, okay? 
All right, so you've got your columns across the top with the 12 months of the year. You've got your rows across the left-hand side with all the different places that you've sold a physical copy of your book. This is not Amazon sales. This is not Barnes & Noble sales. This is you bought a box of books and you took them somewhere and you sold them to people that you don't know or you sold one to your next door neighbor. You didn't just give it to her. You asked her for money, that sort of thing. Okay, so then after the last month of that tax year, so for my California spreadsheet, after June, then I have a total column. So this is the total amount that I um, received from books that I sold in all the places that I sold for the whole year from July 1st, 2013 to June 14th, or June 30th, 2014. Um, I sold $120 worth in Brea. I sold $15 one book in Las Vegas. You know, 300 here, 50 there. Um, and so there's the total for every single location. Now I know how much for that period of time I have sold in each location. And then the next column over, I put what the tax amount is for each of those locations. So for the state of California, I had to look up each of the cities. In this case, it was only two, but uh, however many, three or four or different cities that you're selling uh, at events. And, um, and I put in the percentage in the next column. And then the final column is just the total times the percentage. That's the amount of tax that presumably I collected and that I almost certainly owe. When I say almost certainly, sometimes when I'm filling out the form, it seems to adjust itself by a few cents or whatever, but you know, it's pretty darned approximately it. <laughs> that was about as close to, I'm not going to say it's absolute <laughs> as I could get, right? Okay, so you've figured out the total for each area, you figured out what the tax rate is, and you figured out th then the amount that you owe. So, say you live in the state of California, then you're going to go to the website, which in California is BOE, it's probably .gov or something like that, but it's for Board of Equalization. And you either have already created a um, account there or you're gonna register an account. And you log in and you find the button that says, I wanna fill out you know, this year's sales tax form. And then it starts asking you questions. A whole bunch of information on a lot of these forms will just be zero. Um, some of these forms are sales and use tax forms and the use tax won't apply to you unless you have some other kind of business also. Um, some of the forms are sales tax, use tax, and withholding tax. And again, those things won't apply to you, just a sales tax, unless you have something else going on. Uh, like if you have an employee that you have to withhold um, their income tax or something like that. So for the most part, there's gonna be a lot of zeros for most people. <laughs> you just need to find the areas that talk about, you know, the products that I sold, for sales tax in these cities and then put in the numbers that you just now you know figured out on your spreadsheet I say just now because maybe you're just starting a spreadsheet uh, the reason all of this came to my mind that I should talk to you about it today is because it is June it is the end of the uh, sales tax here in California in a couple more weeks and I was thinking oh I have to remember to do my sales tax next month so I thought I would show you how I do it so then um, you're just filling in information either on the paper form that you have or, um, you know, in California, it's an online form. And I really want to encourage you, if you have any problems or any questions, 
do not hesitate to call because I've had to call the California people two or three times since I first started the first year. I, I could not figure it out. It was too many lines of things that didn't have to do with me. And I didn't know for sure that they didn't have to do with me. Um, and then other places where I, I was like, I think I entered this twice, but I don't understand how because there's this area and this area. Does one feed into the other or do I enter it twice? That first year, they literally went through the whole form with me. <laughs> and the reason why they were able to do it on the phone with me is because I already had it written down. I knew how much I had sold in each city that I had sold books in California. So they were like, yep, this is what you put here. And I'll click on that button and do this. And they were really wonderful. And other times I've just called with a couple of questions and they've been great. Um, the first time that I had to fill out the Michigan sales tax form, again, they were just really helpful, really wonderful to work with. So hopefully you will also have a good experience if you have to call and get some help. Um, pretty much the, the point and the, one of the things that I try to make a part of my life is that the more organized that you can be with your information, the easier it's going to be when you do have to like do a, a once a year thing like a sales tax form. So if you can, you know, if you don't have something, start, start with this and see whether or not that helps. Um, if you do have something, keep up with it. If you don't really like how it's working, change it. Maybe try my method or whatever. Um, but if you can just every month keep track of things that you know in 12 months or 6 months or 2 months or whatever, you're going to have to fill out some sort of a form, particularly a government form or a tax form where you really don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to turn it in late and get taxes and penalties. Um, this is just a really good way to be able to have the big picture information that you need right at your fingertips. And because it's in an Excel spreadsheet, not only do you have the total of how much you've sold in each location, but you can calculate that location's tax against that total to find out the approximate tax that um, you collected and therefore you owe. And then when you're filling out the form online that you're not sure if you're filling out right, if you're within a few cents of the number that your Excel spreadsheet has and you feel confident that you had all the right numbers on your Excel spreadsheet, then you probably did it right. So you're golden. Go ahead and click the button and pay your fee and be done with it. And also because it's Excel, the nice thing is, is that you can um, just create a new tab. Once you're done with this one, just copy it, change the year from, you know, so I had 2013 through 2014 here, and then I just made another copy of it and made it from 2014 to 2015. So during the month that I was actually filling out the tax form and trying to make sure that I, you know, remembered and did it and finished it before the end of the month deadline, um, that was the first month of the next tax year. So if I had done an event in July of that next year, then I already have the spreadsheet set up. I've created a new tab for the new tax year. And uh, you can just keep on doing that over and over again for however many years into the future that you want to do it. Or maybe you'll think of another way to do it and this will just help you get through the first few years when you're not sure what you're doing or um, just trying to figure out how to keep track of information. I'm a big fan of organizing information so that you can have it when you need it. Um, you've heard me say before, doing all of your tax information in that last month when you only have a few weeks to go, if you, and, it, and if you had a whole bunch of things going on, like that's just a pain and it's stressful and you make mistakes and you can't find things and you can't remember things. So that's why I thought today I would just show you 
kind of a quick and easy way to capture this information in Excel so that when you do your tax forms, uh, and this is specific to sales tax, but you can use this concept for tracking anything that you know you need to track at some point. Uh, I hope it helps you. And if you, um, you know, want to pass on information to your friends and help them out, it's always good to share and pass, uh, pay it forward. So I hope that you can find somebody who is new, uh, sold their, their first, um, first paper copy, you know, paperback to somebody, because it doesn't matter about uh, what Amazon's doing and selling ebooks and stuff. This is just about money that you personally collected. They've already collected sales tax and they're taking care of that for you. So if you have a friend who uh, has a new book out and they're going to be signing and selling at an event where they had to purchase their books and they're selling them themselves and then they're responsible for all the sales taxes and that sort of thing, maybe give them a couple of tips, things that they can do to make the process a little bit easier. Um, it's always good to you know, share information. That's why I have the podcast, right? <laughs> so that I can share information and help other people the way lots and lots of people have helped me. I hope you're having a great week. Don't get freaked out about the taxes, but do find out and put it on your calendar so you know when they're due. Um, if you live in another country, it's going to be different, but the concept is the same. You know, you can track things pretty easily in Excel just so that you have a general idea of what it is that you need to do when it is that you need to do it. So find out that information. All right, have a great week. Come back on Thursday. The lovely Patricia Bradley will be here talking about murder. So that will be lots of fun. I can't wait. And we'll talk to you more later.